0: SMX review show from MX Vice with myself, Ben Lumbo, and my colleague, Brad Bieber. How's it going, Brad?
1: All good? Yep, yep, all good. After uh, some nice bit of racing to talk about from Pilot this weekend or Fox Raceway. Yeah. So- ready to get stuck in
0: nice one good stuff yeah it's been a good weekend there so uh, yeah before we bring in our guest who is um, a top 10 supercross man so yeah that's uh, good we're looking forward to uh, speaking to our guest this week and uh, yeah before we do so just going to tell you that yeah this podcast is brought to you by AS3 Performance the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts from hardware and protection parts including skid plates and radiator braces to performance cooling parts including silicon radiator hoses and oversized and kits. AS3 also have a huge range of brake clutch and gear levers, all with different features and adjustability. Check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk. Also, we're helped out by Kawasaki Motors UK, who are pleased to announce the arrival of the all-new KLX 140R range. Easy-to-ride KLX 140R lineup offers a 144cc four-stroke engine, plus suspension and a push-button electric start, making for great trailblazers. The KLX 140R machines come in three different sizes, ranging from junior's first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding. The highly regarded KX140R range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023. Contact your local off dealership for more information. We're also fueled by golf race fuels across sports cars, single-seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield. The golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline. And of course, go to evenstrokes.com and you need to uh, name-check this man
1: right here. The code Bradwheel 10 put that in when you're checking out and it'll knock 10% off. Your overall price, so trying to give back to uh, all the racing community there, and obviously if you had if you buy anything from Even Strokes, it helps keep us doing these podcasts. So uh, help us, yeah, help you.
0: Yeah, bad wheeler really that that is to get yourself your ten percent there. So great stuff. Right then, we uh, bring in our guest and uh, see what we can do talking some AMA. To a man who's just left the AMA. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in Mr. Devin Simonson. How are you, sir?
2: Good. How are you guys? Thanks for uh, thanks yeah, for having me on.
0: So, um, yeah, what's uh, what's happening with yourself then? So you're in a car park in Belgium right now because you've just moved in with the team. Is I
2: that... um, flew to Belgium this morning from Italy. WP tomorrow and Wednesday.
0: Good stuff. So you have got uh, a deal to ride MXGP then for the rest of the year. Who's that with?
2: SM Action K T M and uh yeah, still starting in Latvia this weekend and then uh P series, so I think it's uh twelve rounds.
1: Did you um, did you get a chance to watch um Fox Raceway this weekend or Pala or whatever you whatever you want to call it?
2: Yeah, we were I think I'm like eight, nine hours ahead of California. So it was quite late here or in, in Italy whenever I was watching it. So I fell asleep I think halfway through the first four fifty moto or something. So I caught up on it the next morning, but it was pretty good racing to me thought it was cool
1: yeah i think the i think the racing was good the track looked pretty hammered like all like straight away obviously they had they had qualifying things on it but um yeah just in the first motor the track looked real bad even the, just like especially the top section where they were sort of jumping up and then the tabletop back down look i didn't want any part of that <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i raced in california in 2021 i did um Paula, and then Fox Raceway. Mm. And it was the last. It was the last two rounds that year, and those were like two of the like roughest. But it's like a different type of rough track that I've rode, probably. Yeah, like a super like choppy and just square edge everywhere. And it's not like not you know big bumps, but they're just nah. like so much little chop and stuff all the way around the track. It, I did not enjoy it that year. That's
1: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like it just gets blown out. Like the tracks literally just <laughs> falls apart as the day yeah. goes on. It doesn't like the dirt doesn't like compound into bumps it just vanishes into holes and the ruts just Uh, look like they're made of concrete
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I agree I can agree on that
1: one
0: (laughs) yeah it was a very technical sort of section there I mean uh, yeah it looked like both Jet and uh, Chase were just kind of picking their way through and uh, just not even like charging it just trying to be so accurate I mean um, is that the sort of way you found to ride that place in the past Devin or are you more one that just goes for it uh,
2: probably was trying to go for it honestly like I, uh, it's been it was two years ago so I don't know like I said about the Supercross races like it all kind of a blur so I can't remember too much but uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know probably just go for it you know <laughs> <laughs> try to go as fast as I can for as long as I can well,
0: that's right well, uh, obviously yeah you had a decent end there to the uh, to the Supercross campaign and we saw online that you had a, a decent sort of weird haircut going on there. What, what exactly was that arrangement just because uh, I thought it was quite an entertaining story when I saw it on the uh, on the Supercross feature there.
2: Yeah, so uh, Steve Mathis had the Pulp Mex Privateer Challenge right, the, yeah. the weekend of uh, I think it was Denver Supercross and I kind of like was joking with him weeks prior and I was like, man, like get me in that race like whatever I got to do, you know, and it uh, wasn't, didn't really say anything to me about it and then I called into his live show on Monday um, the Monday before, I think it was, or two Mondays before. And uh, I was like, yeah, like, Steve, uh, if you put me in the in the race, like, I'll let you cut my hair however you want. Because it was after New Jersey Supercross. He, like, went on um, uh, his review pod or something like that and was like, oh, you know, Simonson rode great, but he needs a damn haircut. So I uh, used that to my advantage a little bit to get in there and uh, – <laughs> I was like yeah like I'll let you cut my hair however you want if you you put me in the race which at uh at some point like it it was worth it for the amount of money I made even but I mean the winner got thirty thousand dollars so I would hope a lot of people would take a haircut for that much money
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely and right now you're just hiding under a hat everywhere you go yeah
2: yeah yeah pretty much um unless I'm at the track like the hat's on. Don't really run the hat at the track. Just <laughs> run the the buzz cut. But um, everywhere else, the hat stays on.
0: <laughs> there must be some good haircuts in Belgium, though. Surely you must have some competition for some crap haircuts out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> it's so different than the 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 US. It's it's honestly crazy. Like. Uh, people always kind of told me like oh man it's a lot different like living in europe you know and this and that and like i was just kind of like blew it off you know and now that i'm here like whew, it's different for sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i think um what's like the what the schedules and stuff obviously you're you're over you say you're in italy now or in belgium
2: uh i'm in belgium currently i fly back to italy um after latvia
1: so have you how, have you experienced you lommel yet <laughs>
2: I have not. We're going to ride at, um, shoot, I can't even think of the track's name. Uh, we're not going to Lommel tomorrow. I know that. We're going to somewhere else, but not Lommel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're set up up uh, and they introducing you gradually, are they, to the delights of uh, Belgian and Dutch <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. I, honestly, like I, I'm looking forward to riding like Lommel. Um, I think it'd be cool. Like. I don't know. I always play MXGP on, on on Xbox or whatever. So, like, all these tracks I'm going to, it's, like, it, it's kind of a surreal, like surreal feeling, just being there. And uh, I was, like, I'm staying in Lommel, Belgium, actually. So, I, like, pull up to the town. I'm, like, dang, like, I'm in Lommel, you know, I don't know. It's, it's cool. Yeah. It's a cool experience for sure.
0: That's what, so um, obviously you've got uh, Latvia coming up and uh, is that the main mission then in Belgium? You're just literally preparing for something a bit softer. Is that right?
2: Uh, yeah, pretty much. I've had, I think, total of maybe six days on the bike since I've gotten here maybe maybe give or take a few you know um so yeah i'm I'm here trying to get on some little softer base stuff and just do a little bit of testing with wp try to get the bike set up a little bit better um honestly like i'm super happy with it i don't have any complaints at all it's a really really good bike and uh yeah just trying to get it you know that that much a little bit better
0: yeah nice one. so what's what's the sort of story of your career so far for people who don't know i can see you're from what north carolina is that right um so yeah north carolina so uh, where about, So, what have you sort of, uh, done up to this point then in terms of uh, you know, your racing and, and how has it sort of gone that you've turned pro?
2: Oh, man, my last year, we'll just start from Loretta's, my last year. I had a few good motos. I think I got like a fourth in 250 Pro Sport, um, which was, was pretty cool. Like the only guys that beat me obviously were factory and uh, I beat a few factory guys, so that was pretty good. And then um, I wasn't too sure what I was going to do. Like after that, I didn't know if I was going to race Loretta's again. I was... think i was 18 so i wasn't sure if i wanted to race the red again or just go pro and supercross that that year or 2021 it would have been i guess the next year because it it is in january but so i ended up doing uh, east coast supercross that year with prmx and parts of whatever prmx racing and um, had a few good races i i got an eighth at at indy uh, in the main event third in the heat race that night i had a like an 11 uh 12 um I had a had a few good main events in there and then um yeah the last year let's see I backtrack a little bit. Um twenty twenty one I did the last four outdoors with three D Yamaha. I think it was Buds Creek was the first one, um Iron Man, uh, Fox Raceway or, or Paula and then Fox Fox, I think. Yeah, or, Fox, like, the last Fox, Fox and yet. Paula the same. Or Hangtown, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was Paula then then Hangtown or something yeah, like that. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> like that. Um I get those two confused all the time, but yeah. So I did those last four, um, kind of off the couch. Honestly, I didn't have any, any prep going into them. I wasn't planning on racing and I got the call like the week before Bud's Creek and never even rode the bike in or anything. Just wow. went to, to Bud's Creek and, and raced the bike how it was. And, uh, yeah, it went all right. Scored some points. Uh, I think all of the races, so whatever. And then, uh, last year. Um, going into Supercross, I felt really good, and then um, I think after the third round or fourth round, I had a pretty big practice crash and had a pretty bad uh, concussion and didn't really think much of it and only took like a week off, you know, and, and went to start back riding and just didn't feel right at all, like didn't feel good, and then I ended up getting diagnosed with um, post-concussion concussion syndrome. Jesus um, yeah so that took me whew, I didn't I took off from um, April I think April 4th that happened of last year and I took all the way until like like on October something um, I took all that time off no riding nothing just resting and Went to uh, the Functional Neurology in Minnesota and did some rehab stuff with them for concussions. And then, um, yeah, just started back riding uh, straight on to Supercross pretty much. Uh, had a few days on outdoors and went straight to Supercross prep for, for this year. And, yeah, I started out 250 East Coast. It went all right. Not not the best. Uh, I struggled with the, the 250, honestly, being a, a, little sl- a little heavier. The bike felt a little slow for me. Um, yeah. Which... But I, like It is what it is. Uh, like I said, I, I was a bit heavier on that thing. So I um, had the opportunity to race the 450 in Arizona. And I've honestly like, loved that thing on Supercross. It was so much fun to ride. And I felt like it uh, let me ride to my full capability. In a way, yeah. So then I finished out the season from there on the, on the 450, and I uh, made the last four main events, and then yeah, finished it off with the ninth. I think uh, the weekend before, even in um, Denver, I had a pretty good main event going there too. I was like 15th the whole time, and three laps to go, I landed on some tough blocks and pretty much ended it from there. But yeah, I ended <laughs> it with the ninth. So yeah, backed it up the next weekend with the ninth. So uh, I'll take landing on the tough box one weekend. If if i could get in that get up there like that so
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah i mean yeah you're still registered a 16th there at denver if you're talking about that one then uh, yeah that's still a lot yeah of yeah, yeah. yeah so brilliant stuff and then um, so that's that's my next question then as to why you've got up to 450 it's literally just because of your your size then so yeah what you saw six two three
2: no i'm really not even I, i'm 510 or something but i'm like 170 ish and uh like i said Our bike like the 250 was pretty fast but it wasn't like what i would say i needed i guess to compete compete at that level which whatever no harm no foul and uh i had like i said i was going to finish the 250 east like even the first time when i rode the 450 in arizona like um i never practiced on it or anything i just went straight to arizona and rode it for the first time in free practice and uh i still had the intentions of finishing 250 east and then I, the week after I rode the 450 a couple of days in practice and we kind of just made the decision from there. Like, all right, we'll 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 finish out the year on the 450 and do it, uh, do whatever.
1: So you said earlier that you, you're watching the first 450 and nodded off because obviously the time difference and everything. Have you had a chance to, to go back and watch it all or have you actually, you've not had a chance to sit down and watch it or do you know the results or...
2: Yeah, yeah, I know the results. I I'm not gonna say I watched the whole whole race because uh, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I like I said, I watched the first like half or so, and then I woke up the next morning and got on Twitter and just kind of scrolled through to see how everybody finished, and that was pretty much yeah. all all I did from there. Yeah, Most I don't goals.
1: think you missed. don't think you missed much in the in terms of the 450 Moto 2. Not yeah, a, it was pretty. I mean, Sexton just kind of sat there for yeah for thirty minutes. I actually, plus um,
2: I actually woke up at like I don't even remember the exact time, but I think it was like two thirty, maybe even three, in the morning, and like I woke up like shoot, I wonder if the race is still on. So like I get on my phone real quick and like I go, they have like five minutes left. I'm like, dang, like i really missed all of that <laughs> but uh
1: <laughs> yeah i've <no, whatever>. <laughs> yes,
2: I, I watched like the last five minutes of it yeah and yeah him. he put on a charge toward uh, the last lap i think or tried to and maybe made a mistake at that cost him but yeah i don't know it, it was still cool
1: yeah i mean pff, how can you not be impressed with jet it was uh, a pretty dominating day really fast and qualifying by like over two seconds wasn't it something ridiculous and then two whole shots two wins like the first moto is just like like after about four corners he's already pulled like six or seven bike lengths on Ferrandis you're like fucking hell this <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, man It uh... does but like you're watching him he doesn't even look like he's going anywhere he's just like stood up hopping bumps just the bike's sounds like he's on tick over and like he's just yarding the guys
2: yeah like going back to to practice uh he had that line where he would jump, kind of like jump down the hill and when he would land he'd pre-hop over the bumps dude that uh yeah that kid's unreal like i i'm honestly like i want to say i'm surprised but i'm not i guess maybe because i've been racing him for the since he went pro i think we maybe went or he went the year before me but been racing him pretty much since and yeah he's uh he's a gnarly i wouldn't even say i've been racing him i've been riding i guess on the same track as
1: him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you obviously you caught you sort of saw glimpses of it at the, at the nations last year at, at redbird but you could kind of still see like the, the way he was riding the 450 at redbird there were still bits of the, the 250 sort of sneaking in there where he was like obviously revving the bike and trying to carry the speed just like where he didn't really need to on the 450 but now after obviously a good amount of time on the bike he's just like just hopping bumps just up on the pegs just looks like he's on a sight lap every lap just yeah not rowing the bike just literally letting the bike do all the work and just pulling away from everyone <laughs> it's got to be devastating for everyone else <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, and, and like you said, the, the first lap, he yarded those guys. I was like, D-, like I, I like I, I said, I, I wanted to be surprised, but I really wasn't. But at the same time, like when I was watching, I was like, dude, is he really yarding these guys like that on the first lap? <laughs> I like, know. It's the first, you know, like, I, I don't know.
1: I, like, I know um, Fran, this is obviously, he's been out and not, got many races under his belt. I don't know if he was just sort of like, oh, I just want to like finish the day out, get, two, get th- yeah, two solid results. But if you're in second, I'm like, you've got to try and at least run it in on the guy that's in the lead and try and make a bit of, <laughs> make a move. Like even if you just go balls out for 10 minutes and then you just, you're spent, like at least you can say, well, I hung with Jet for 10 minutes and I was, that was all I have, not been riding. Like I feel yeah, like yeah. Randis was sort of riding it like 75% the whole day. But well, I
0: mean, to be fair, I, I think sorry to cut in, in front of you there, David, but I think with Ferrandis he's been off, hasn't he? He hasn't raced. He hasn't done supercross. He's you know had an injury and I know he's been testing and all the rest of it, but you know, I personally think if if it weren't for so many people being out, we wouldn't be talking about Dylan. I think I think all of us journalists are trying to talk about Dylan like he's got a chance because we want him to. We want someone else apart from the red bikes to step in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody's surprised. Let's face it, nobody is surprised that Lawrence cleared off. Um, I, was, I thought the second race was actually better because at least Sexton was there. Like Jet actually did have a bit of pressure, so we could see how he coped with it. But yeah, I'm not surprised that Fernandez. I mean, he was happy with the two thirds, and rightfully so because he's been off for so long. Um, so you know, I mean, I think later in the year, I think he'll have something for it. What do you think for him? What do you think, Ah,
2: uh, to be honest, like for him to get third, like I and he posted a little bit about what he went through with his concussions as well, and like after me going through that myself, like that's that's yeah. pretty gnarly to do, like especially if if it's true that he hasn't had much time on the bike like that's that's really like gnarly 235 um at, at the the highest pace or whatever you want to say uh, uh of the sport like that's it's really gnarly and i think like obviously everybody's going to keep getting better like sexton um i honestly thought yeah, he would have a little more of the first moto yeah. Like I, I expected him to pass Dylan pretty quick and like maybe, you know, start at least inching up on jet. Maybe not catching him but um by like closing the gap a little bit rather than just staying ten seconds the whole time or whatever, I think it was ten or maybe eight, something like that. Yeah, I expected him to maybe close that gap a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: I, like, I think keep figuring their bikes out and just keep dialing in and I think they're both gonna get better as long even um Cooper and A P too, like I think they're that whole group, like they're all just gonna keep getting better, uh, I believe anyways.
1: Yeah. I mean I think A P was the third best guy really on the day. He had a lot of crashes, <laughs> like a lot of mistakes that kind of yeah. cost him third overall, I think. Um yeah, I think I think you could probably argue that Sexton probably realised he wasn't gonna catch Jet, but I think you've got to at least like, at least try and get the gap down to sort of like, I don't know, even like down to four or five seconds, just so you can say, like, I was like catching him rather than. Yeah, maybe in. Just, you just don't, you don't want to give someone like Jet Lawrence, I know, the confidence heading forward. Yeah, that's
2: what I was going to say, like, maybe, maybe getting his head a little bit. Like, yeah, he, like, oh, at try, like, at least try, at least
1: say you close yeah, the gap, yeah. even if you didn't catch him right now, but like, you, yeah. you were going quicker, like, the gap was closing. If it was a three hour race, I'd smoked you. Which, <laughs> which, to be
2: fair, like, it's, it's obviously easy easy for us to say like he you know sexton could have been going as fast like he might well and yeah i've been trying to go as fast as he can like i i'm sure he was it's not like i'm i don't think he was out there not trying or whatever like ah uh, yeah he said he made i was watching an interview earlier with him uh, i'm not sure who it was with but he uh he said he made like a full shock change after the first moto and he said the bike was quite a bit better so yeah i mean just being a rider and and knowing like when you start a moto and you're struggling with your bike it's so hard to push through that like um expect yeah especially trying to go as fast as you can for 35 minutes and if you start on lap one and like you could tell he wasn't riding as good as like what he he's capable of or, or whatever you want to say so yeah just being a rider and knowing what that feeling is like struggling with your bike and still have 35 minutes to go like it's not a very good feeling <laughs> <That> sucks <laughs> yeah yeah, and, yeah. And, and then you have somebody like jet that's just out there you know Putting down solid fast laps the whole time, and you just see him inching away. Uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not fun. Well, I, I felt
0: like I was watching a mid Norty's uh, MXGP race with Stefan Everts just floating away from everybody. You know, it's just like
1: that. Yeah. It's
0: like, dude makes it look so easy, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah,
1: I remember I watched him at Matley Basin the EMX 250. It was like the last round of the year, and he was on a Suzuki. And uh, I, th- he, I don't know how old he was. I think he was probably about eleven, and uh like stuck it to what all the people that were in the emx 250 class that day which are probably like the likes of vial and yeah yeah um all yeah, like yeah, probably yeah. gear it's like a lot of people that are in like at the front of mx2 nowadays and he's there 13 14 years old on a suzuki giving it to on. him but like it's, yeah. <laughs> you can you can just see the way he rides he's just the confidence is just sky high yeah yeah, I mean, just it's, like the 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 belief in his ability. Like when he gets the whole shot, is like he's instantly just like hopping bumps, picking his lines. Like usually, like people get out in the lead, and they're just like hammering everything, hitting bumps, like just trying to go as fast as they can. And he's just like chilled right out, like <laughs> <laughs> no dramas. Yeah. So I will just inch away, cool, seeing thirty.
2: Yeah, yeah, see you. see you on the podium.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, behind him, you had a decent sort of set like, right behind the, the top three there. I mean, yeah, Plessinger and and, and Serena, Web also both recovering from injury there, and then behind them, guys, we had like Grant Harlan, Jose Boutron. I thought made a decent little debut. I get, I bet he enjoyed himself uh, coming across from uh, from Europe to uh, enjoy a bit of AMA and getting in the top 10. Yeah, the likes of the and, and Nolan so quite a, an international field behind them, although obviously on, um, yeah, distinctly non factory machinery. So, yeah, I mean, uh, are you um, are you missing the fact that you could have perhaps gone in there and, and earned a decent bit of cash, Devin, or uh, what are you thinking?
2: Ah. Uh- I, I'm not. Too, I'm not too sure about the decent bit of cash. I'm not. Even, I think it's only like it's not that much to to do. I think even like Harlan got seventh overall or something and hmm. went like nine six or eight yeah, six nine, something six, like yeah. that. And yeah. and I still like I think he maybe made purse money wise. I don't know bonuses whatever. I think he only made probably like two grand. I I, I think. Maybe, maybe a little more, but obviously yeah. like for me, like even in supercross, like I could care less about, about the money, about the money for, for the most part. Like, yeah, making the money is nice, but it's just like for me showing what I'm capable of doing and, and how I, how I can finish, you know, uh, like I said, the money's nice and that's what keeps the wheels turning obviously yeah. but yeah. for for me like it's just getting those good finishes and like proving to people like what I'm capable of so yes I'm a little a, a little bit like a little bit bitter about like not not doing 450 outdoors or whatever but at the same time like you can always sit here and, and watch and be like oh you know I, I can be ninth or I could be seventh <laughs> it's so different when you're actually racing like you, you don't actually know where you're, you're gonna be like you know you could go out there and fall both motos and finish 30th like it it's so yeah, like, yeah. It, I, yeah and yeah if everything go, if everything goes right like yeah you, you know I might finish sixth or seventh or eighth like you, you don't know like I said and but at the same time too like I'm so stoked about the opportunity I have like over here to, to race the MX2 class like it's it's honestly like pretty, pretty surreal and uh, stoked
0: to go racing. Yeah. So, so you're not motivated by money while you're on the circuit. So I'd say you're perfect for MXGP then. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. Obviously, like I said, the money's nice and that's what keeps the wheels turning. But, um, I'm still decently is decently young, so if I can just click off good results and and prove to people what I can do, then then that's like more more meaningful to me.
0: Do you, have you spoken to, to the team about how they found you about sort of why they wanted you? Have they, have they told you that?
2: Honestly, no, not much. Um, and to be 100 percent honest, <laughs> the um, the English isn't the best between like all of us. They speak like obviously I can talk to them and understand what they're saying, but. Sure. Um, it, it's still not, not, it's not if I'm talking to an American or, or whatever you want yeah. to say. Which you need to get the language
0: out yeah. man. Learn, learn himself a bit of Italian. It's great fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, exactly. That's what I told him. I was like, I'm gonna have to. You guys are gonna have to um, teach me some Italian, like maybe once a week, or gonna have to go to school or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good stuff. So uh, yeah, obviously talk, spoken four fifties there, and uh, but on the two fifties, in complete comparison, it's a hotbed. It's like craziness going on there we've got lots of factory bikes lots of really quick riders there um but eventually it did come down to Hunter Lawrence uh, after um not winning the first one and RJ ran away with that one brilliantly but um yeah were you surprised to see the, the 250 result with Hunter not going 1-1 were you surprised with that
2: um yes and no like RJ is really fast when he's on two wheels um <laughs> I think I think almost everybody yes, can was- agree with that like even in even in Supercross, like R.J. goes really fast. It's just a matter if he can keep it on two or not, which sucks. Like, I, and like I said, it's easier said than done. Like, I'm sure he thinks the same thing. Like, he wishes he could he could stay on two at at some point. Um, and I'm sure it's not like he's not trying. Like, I'm sure he, he those bonuses he's losing from 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 not from going first, 14th, or whatever it is. It's yeah. it's not a. Not cheaper or whatever you want to say, and yeah. So I, I wasn't surprised, but maybe a little bit, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I missed the start. I had to go back and watch the start again. I was, I was like getting a pizza. I missed the missed the first fifteen minutes, and uh, I put it on in like, uh, not Roland. Um, yeah, championship was in lead. Roland was in second. VL was in third, and like, Shimoda, Lawrence, Cooper were like seventh, eighth, ninth. I was like, what is going on? Like. J Mart was like thirty fifth. It's like what the fuck going yeah. on? I was like, I have to go back uh, and watch the star.
2: Who kind of surprised me was Voland. Voland a little yeah. bit, but
1: yeah, I, uh, but he was really good there last year, and he's definitely. That's what I was going to say. More of an outdoor he, guy.
2: Yeah, he. Uh, well, his outdoor speed at the Cali Cali track pretty unreal. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, and I think he's even he's had good motos other places, so I'm not trying to take anything away from him either. Like, obviously he's a really good rider and then yeah it was hunter or no did hunter yeah hunter got third the first moto i think Shimoda yeah, went down just, yeah uh, i yeah. honestly expected cooper to do a little little better i think he yeah I he think, had a um, decent second moto going and went down but i'm not too sure yeah, about i think if you're
1: one, if you're a star and you've kind of pulled him from the supercross to be your guy in the outdoors you're not happy with a 5-4 yeah i mean i had volan for third overall last week on the show yeah, she did, and yeah. I was I was one Justice pass from I was well. one pass from RJ away from getting it right. Um <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah. I want to uh... that pass
0: from RJ only kept Vial off the Persian, not Violand.
1: <laughs> oh, they were tied oh, yeah. though. They were tied on points. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. There was quite a few of them tied on points. A third, and to be fair, at one point Max was up to fourth or fifth. I was. Like watching him when he was coming through and he was passing people, and then he tried to go on a back marker and hit the back marker's back. Where I was like, Shit! <laughs> 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 and he I went like,
0: I knew you'd be sat there rooting for Volum as well after the. Oh, last Justin Starling was, was with us last week, Devin, and he gave he went to Brad really. Yeah. Like, yeah, but they he didn't even qualify for the last thing across.
1: <laughs> you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> Max I, mean, yeah. dying.
0: I mean, apart from that, Shimoda was uh, was also not a share pick for a second. But um, I mean, yeah, we are we'll But what about Danger Boy? I mean, Hayne Deegan, second overall. What a result!
1: Mm.
2: Yeah,
0: man, that kid's good too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, again, like as much as I say it, one to one, or it, it surprised me, but it, it honestly like didn't. I guess when it when. Maybe when he, like, I saw him up there, like, it surprised me a little bit. But when he finished there, I was like, I ah, guess, like, he's solid. Like, even in supercross, I've, he's proved it plenty of times. Like, he's, he's solid. He's up there every race and, and makes it happen when it counts. So, the
0: hype is really,
1: I, mean, um, I, I mean, obviously, he's. Got like the the YouTube and stuff and everything off the track, but I think a lot of his races are just does his thing, it's pretty ev- uneventful. A lot of his races, and yeah, obviously, a 6 2 for second is pretty unheard of, really. It's pretty, it's like a low score in second place overall. But when you've got RJ going 111, Vial going 7 3, Max Voling and 2 9, is
0: <laughs> the 250s is going to be that kind of year, isn't it? They're going to be these wild sort of setups where uh, yeah, <laughs> consistency is, is only going to really pay off, isn't it? That's um that's what we're gonna see and that's doing.
2: that's what i wanted to go back to with cooper like then again a five four like you know three four rounds in like that might not be a bad first race you know like give him a few races yeah. and maybe he starts clicking off some wins and you know starts podium in every race like then that that five four doesn't look so bad when yeah. you got other guys like he said going one eleven or you know but whatever mm-hmm. it is two nine like yeah five four you know doesn't look as bad
1: (laughs) no yeah i think um obviously shimoda he was he was in second in the first way in the first race and dropped it in the like in the sort of rollers did he crash again in the second race Uh, or was it just um, not just not great not not great yeah yeah, i think four six if you're looking to obviously four six could not be that bad but a seventh overall when the hunter is taking the overall and you've already lost (laughs) 12 points. Know, 12 points yeah not ideal <laughs> if you're looking to hey, challenge
2: him it, I feel I agree and I feel like it would be a lot worse too though if if Hunter obviously got the 1-1 one, one. that mm, yeah. that's when it's that's when it stings if you know yeah. if Hunter went 1-1 one, one, and then you got like guys like Cooper and Shimoda going whatever 5-4 and what I what you I'm not sure what you said um you put five, five, Shimoda yeah. Got, but yeah that that doesn't that doesn't feel too good when when you're already that many points down after one round
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, there. I mean uh, yeah Tom Vial there good fourth overall and, and Guillaume Farris into eighth through quite impressed with that so uh, yeah what about those guys Brad what do you think of the, uh, the team um, yeah effect?
1: I mean I was, imp- I was impressed with Vial I ran out front in both races I seen a lot of people on online were saying oh, like, obviously the the AMA is better than the MX2, and like it's like you chill out. Like he's seven three. Like he was on the podium. Yeah, yeah, R.J. Yeah. passed someone on the last lap, um, and like Roxon went on his first his first AMA national. He only finished third overall. I think it's. I don't think it's the tr- learning the track so much is as much as much as people make out. I think it's more the, like the, the temperatures, the heat, like the the schedule of the day is not a very not a very long turnaround in between the two motos. But, mm-hmm. I mean, a 7-3, I think. I mean, it's fourth overall. He beat Justin Cooper and Joe Shimoda. And that, he's only going to get more and more used to it. Um, that, and I wonder how different his his bike is,
2: like, from, from over here to over there. Like, I know, I'm pretty sure you can mess with the frame and, you know, do different mm. stuff over here. As yeah. far as, I think, in, in yeah. AMA, I'm pretty sure you can't. Like you, no, you I gotta think keep the, it somewhere.
1: Uh, well, I mean, the sky's the limit in the GPS. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. I think.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but um, uh, yeah, I think the AMA is you're not. You can add stuff to the frame, but you're not allowed to take stuff off. Um, yeah. But I know, it's... like, a lot of factory teams in the GPS, they have frames for each track, like longer frames yeah. or shorter frames um yeah. yeah they're just gonna he's just gonna have a production frame i think they use dunlop tires rather than pirellis that they use in the gps yeah. um, and
2: i wonder if they're on um like the new thing for me too riding over here is is being on moose front and rear uh, like never yeah never once ran a moose Nah, didn't even think about it. And yeah, they here. were like, oh, yeah, like you ride with moose? I'm like, no, like moose, like across the street moose, like, like what? big, <laughs>
1: yeah, like, like moose, huh? Yeah. Big, like a big deer. <laughs>
2: like yeah, moose? Yeah. I gotta ride, I
1: gotta ride a moose, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <And laughs> so that, I like that, all that stuff, like changes the way the bike feels. So, maybe, yeah, you know, I
1: mean, like it's the like, same team, but it's a completely different team,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So do you find it that much different with the mooses then, Devin? Um, not, like, crazy amount different, but I, I definitely feel it. And, like, I can I could see, like, if he's going from riding moose to, to a tube, like, I, and I don't even know if he might not be running a tube. Like, I know there are certain guys who run mooses outdoors here as well or there in the U.S. Yeah. Um, so he could be running a moose. Like, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm just kind of speaking. And, and uh, like, yeah, I, I could feel it. Definitely more flex out of the rear out of the rear tire and even the front like but I would say I like it better um, at least for outdoors obviously I don't think anybody runs moose at supercross yeah
1: um, no I'm not,
2: I'm not too sure how that would work so but, uh, yeah for <clears throat> yeah, outdoors I think... like I could say I like it better
1: yeah as he gets used to the like the schedule of the day and obviously the, the bike he'll um he he'll get better and better yeah I think who's in that now he's
2: qualifying his qualifying sixteenth, that uh, yeah, that yeah but
1: awesome. he he's never been a good qualifier. Even in MX2, he would always be yeah. sort of like like eighth, ninth, tenth. He was never going out setting fast laps. Yeah. I think he's he knows he's a good starter and he can yeah. get a good start from pretty much anywhere. I think the grid obviously helps him, and I don't know if they were using paddle tires. But when they go to tracks where, if they do use a paddle, I think he'll have an advantage of knowing how that paddle is going to react on the grid as well. Yeah, yeah there's, there'll too- be a few things that I think will work in his advantage. Two for
2: I just even confidence though like you know he goes out there and say he is like he's like dang that was a really good lap and then you see P sixteen on the pit board like that that hurts too you know
1: like
2: that doesn't make you feel the best before you got to go do two thirty fives with those guys either and obviously like it didn't matter he he still got third or or whatever yeah it's just like the well yeah it's just the principle yeah i think i think there's just such a
1: low a low emphasis in the gps on on that qualifying time obviously because they have a qualifying race i think he really just doesn't give a toss about it yeah (laughs) yeah it just as long as i'm yeah (laughs) as long as i'm like on that one first half of the grid the first half of the starting gate i don't care um (laughs) yeah Especially in America, a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of the first turns are pretty wide, fast. There's yeah. only a few that are sort of like 180s, tight 180s, like Bud's Creek and I suppose Red Bud's a bit tighter than it used to be. But I Ooh, think yeah. uh, and Perez, I don't really know much about Ferez apart from the, the few rides he did in America last year. I don't recall him being in Europe <laughs> at any yeah. point.
0: <laughs> the, star racing, the star racing guys kind of say that he was he was practicing well, just doing the outdoors, and he was um, showing some good pace. And of course, he did finish ahead uh, of Kitchen there as well. So that would be uh, uh, something that they'll be enjoying in the in the camp certainly. But one just thing to note on Tom Vial, which doesn't seem to get brought up an awful lot, is um, I find how different he is to his dad. I mean, his dad Fred Vial was the original like throttle on and go much and, and if he crashes he crashes he was just one of the most ragged riders you could ever remember on a one two five back in there when he raced against Tortelli and and, Malin and people like that but yeah for um for me that Villar Tom Vial is just such a polar opposite such a sort of thinking rider uh, and that probably actually doesn't suit him with this uh, short amount of prep time that he does have although yeah like you say Brad I mean the guy can ride a track so it's uh, it's not necessarily about learning learning the circuit but um, uh, just a feeling for you get uh, Devin, Devin with now getting used to of course to uh, Europe where uh, it does actually get dark uh, at some point Like <laughs> there you're uh, feeding it in the car I can see
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: just, yeah yeah
2: yeah <laughs> I got some lights in here somewhere but I Stuff. Yeah. I, how to get turned I think
1: uh, um, <laughs> Justin Starling was saying last week how um the qualifying in the in the nationals is like if you're the first group out, it's ah. just absolutely wide open, twist the throttle around and just duct tape the throttle wide open, rail the berms and just scrub the shit out of everything. Whereas in the GPs, like I was they've probably had WMX have been out, EMX 250 have been out, like it's cut up, it's already pretty rough. I think, um, I, I, yeah, I don't think he's obviously used to just going out and going wide open after after two laps.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Are you looking forward to the uh, longer practice times, David? Yeah, I was
2: talking to, um, Albie Ferrado, my teammate. Uh, he's like yeah he's like you know how how long like you guys get practice over there and I was like well like I'm not too sure about outdoors I was like I don't know 10-15 minutes for outdoors and I was like supercross we get I think it's like 10 minutes of free practice and then two eight-minute sessions so it's like I could see where if y'all struggle would struggle with that more than anything like honestly because that's that's no time like that's it's so hard to figure everything out in eight minutes you know and while you're trying to go fast too (laughs) um so yeah, uh, but yeah, like going back to your question, like I'm I'm looking forward to. I think it's like thirty minutes of some or something of free practice, right? Something like yeah. that. And then, um, I, is it qual or is it is it um? Yeah, I think
1: it's thirty uh, free, thirty timed. Yeah, uh, and then, um, <laughs> then you the qualifying a, the races race is after. Yeah and then you have uh, a warm up in the morning which i yep. think is like 40 minutes yep. and then yeah then you need then two races that's oh, it man uh, yeah.
2: you the
0: final kickers never video you had
1: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> yeah and then i think uh, before between the two races too it's like it's a, it's a pretty long break i think I yeah just...
1: It'll, i think it's usually they usually go like on the hour, like the MX2 will go out, say, like 12 o'clock, and then MX1 be one o'clock, and then there's an hour break, or like there's an hour before the next MX2 race. There'd probably be like EMX 250 or 125 You've got, or something. Um, you got both, you
0: got EMX 125 and 250 this weekend. So, yeah, okay. two support Sweet. classes as well as the two GP classes to watch there and uh, see how they do it there. So you say how it's done. Yeah. So you,
1: yeah, 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 I think I think usually when there's two they'll have a they'll have a race on Saturday as well. Yeah, yeah so they'll like they an actual Just race and then they probably have the one two five, they'll have their first race after your warm up and then or the second race, sorry, after your warm up and then they'll put the EMX two fifty in between the motor one and motor twos. So yeah, you probably have a good two hours at least. So That's
2: a lot of time. Tight. Compared to compared to the <laughs> the US outdoors, you get like <laughs> I don't know, man, it feels like enough just to go back, take your gear off, and then Cool down for like 10 minutes and you're gearing right back up to go back up. <laughs> it's, it's
0: kind of gnarly, it's, it's gnarly honestly. Like, Yeah, yeah but it's uh, crazy. Um, also we'll, we'll, um, we're coming up to our time here. So, yeah, I don't want to keep you too late there, Devin. I know you've got to hit the sack at some point there in Belgium, but um, we'll just talk about Hang in a second because that's the next round coming up. Um, But before we do that, you just uh, dropped the bombshell there that Alberto Ferrato is your teammate and I'm massively jealous of you. So, uh, yeah, what's your, your Ferrato experience so far?
2: Man, he's. He's a good guy. Like, honestly, uh, I wasn't too sure, like, what to expect whenever I, I met him. And, uh, yeah, nothing but good things. Like, honestly, super nice guy. Like, he's he's honestly been a bit of my translator. He speaks really good English. So, like, we go to the restaurants or something, you know, and, and I, I'm like, yeah, like, what is this? You know, what's that? And he orders for me and stuff. So, it's, it's cool. Like, yeah, super good guy. I'm pumped to have him as a teammate, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty
1: sick. He's, he's really finding some speed as well. These last yeah. last yeah, few he's, races, he's really sort of picked his game up.
0: He was <clears a touch> attacking <throat> last week, yeah.
1: Yeah, so definitely a good training partner.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. He, he crashed in France yeah. last weekend, so he hasn't. We haven't got a to ride together or really do much together um, yet. But I think he he's going to ride tomorrow with me or with us in Belgium. So. Um, cool.
1: Yeah, should be sweet. Yeah, I just uh, I was just looking at the results and I noticed that um, Jalik's swollen Talon Hawkins 20th and 21st on the oh. factory Husqvarna's. That's a, well, that's a, tough, fell, that's a tough pill to swallow. Well, <laughs> Jalik
0: I mean, was coming back off a broken of an arm and he, he, he fell. And oh, looked like he was riding off, but still nursing his arm again. So I don't know if he's really yeah. I think
1: he um, he was. At, I think he hole shot the first race, right? And he was uh, he was. I think he went back to sort of like third, fourth, and then he had shit come like just before the the pit lane yeah. yeah i think he was off went off dna anyways well, 40th so i'm guessing that was dnf and then yeah 20th yeah, yeah then talon hawkins again a 20th and 17th both on factory equipment not uh I'm gonna, that's not gonna get you a contract for next year i don't think
2: <laughs> yeah that's not uh it's not ideal but yeah, and I'm... that 250 class is deep
1: yeah uh, yes. i mean it's
2: going it's not like you know talon hawkins still goes super fast like those guys are still really good riders i can that just goes to show like how deep it is like um,
1: yeah I think like Caden Brasvale signed signed so for the truly gas gas team in the week he was 19th like Mosman he's yeah, yeah. an absolute shocker over here so far sort of turned it yeah, that, around, turned it around a little bit in that second one he had a 10th but I mean he was walking away yeah, from the guys there last year
2: yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he was damn near, if you want to say, the fastest guy at mm. a lot of the races yet, last times. year. But he he would fall. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, even if he just, even if he was like in the lead pulling away and dropped him about to tenth, you can say the speeds there, but the speeds not, yeah. not there this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Confidence just took a big dive. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Apart from that, I don't think there's really any. Well, I mean, Jeremy Martin had an absolute, he had two <laughs>
2: absolute I mean, two dire day. Start crashes, or, yeah, or start yeah, crash Second turn, I think, or... in
1: both motos. Yep. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I thought he'd come back through a little bit better than that, but I mean, getting on a bit, I suppose, isn't he? <laughs> yeah,
2: and even even his teammate March Banks.
1: like, yeah, I expected yeah. him, 16th. expected
2: him to do better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but him again,
1: too, he's a, been
2: off. He's been off from injury, and
1: yeah, he's been injured, and he's. A, He's another he's a big guy. Probably struggles okay. out the gate, is wasn't didn't it like a great track for passing, really? I mean, a lot of it, you sort of if you just stayed in that one line, you could kind of dictate the speed. No, and uh, there was
0: one pass for the lead all weekend, just, um, you know, the Hampshire passing Shimoda yeah. in, in the 250 was about the only pass significant yeah. pass for the weekend. Really, I so. think,
1: I think, when we get to a track where it's not just like being super smooth through the ruts, so you where we go to a track where you can proper hammer and rail some berms and things like that, I think Martin and March would be better there. So, um, we
0: you know you're not going to be about Watching it live uh, this weekend, Devin, because you're going to be getting your sleep for uh, the uh, Latvian GP. But uh, yeah, any uh, any predictions there for uh, for this weekend? Hang time? Do you think anyone's going to oh, upset the apple cart in 450 for a start? or I think it's the Jet Show from here on in.
2: I think uh, Sexton, like, uh, if Sexton rides like he did the the second moto, I, to me, like both of those guys look like they could maybe go like faster still. Jet and and Sexton, like it didn't, they weren't like pushing that edge where they were getting super sketchy. But even last year, like Sexton with, with Tomac, he was, they were going obviously stupid fast, but like they never had really that many sketchy moments, if that's what you want to call it. Um, So I feel like Sexton and Jet are going to just keep raising the bar. And I feel like it's going to be one of them to almost every weekend that, that win. Yeah. I I think Ferrandis like, Brandis, I, I'll probably keep getting better. Maybe he, he closes the gap on those guys too. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen in one race. Like, I don't think he's going to finish, what, 30 something seconds down last weekend in the second moto and then mm. come out next weekend and, and battle those guys, which could be wrong. 100, like, I would love to see it, you know? It, yes. it would make watching it that much better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, like Cooper and, and AP, or AP too. I mean,. He was riding yeah. good, so he might he might be up in there. Um, Cooper, I think he's he's still a couple races away of, of being with that top three group or or whatever you want to say. And yeah, yeah. I I would really like to see AC though, Cinderella. Cinderella makes it up there. With those yeah, I think nice. got, us, uh, that would
0: be nice. Yeah, was just a moment at the weekend, sadly. But yeah, I think he's up, got but the
2: speed. But uh I think he just needs a little bit more of it to you know, come together all the way for him. Like you said, I think that was his first outdoor in like two years or something, I think he yeah. said. So yeah. not a not a bad
0: weekend for him. Like for sure. Could be worse. Good stuff. Okay, so let's grab some podium predictions from you guys then. Mr. Simonson, I'll let you lead first with uh yeah, your, your predictions for the podium for this weekend, what do you reckon? Four fifty four fifty? Four fifty then two fifty, yeah.
2: I'm gonna go Sexton first. Right up. Yep. Um jet second obviously uh well yeah. obviously obviously but yeah <laughs> um oh man who do I want to go with for third I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say AP for third
0: oh nice one okay cool it's yep. not
2: it's not really out on a limb he's obviously <laughs> he was riding good this weekend but well, yeah I, was I like just- I, yes. I'm gonna go with him for third and I'd like to see that happen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um and then two fifty. Ah, uh, um, let's see. Uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Hunter again. Hunter okay. first. Uh let's see. Who who finished uh second? Deegan. Uh Deegan, wow. <laughs> I'm all about him, you? <laughs> uh, i keep forgetting uh there's so many guys i'm just like oh well, this guy, guy, this guy. Um, yeah so hunter first we'll go rj second and deegan third
0: nice mr
1: really yeah i think i'm gonna have to go sexton first then jet just i don't think jet's got hasn't got a terrible track record at hang Tang, but i think uh <clears throat> I don't recall him having great results at Hang and then third finally I'm going to go AC I, think, Ooh, I hope he brace. goes on the box yeah. um and then 250s, yeah, I suppose you're going to have to go Hunter. And then I'm going to go Cooper. Uh, and then I'm going, vote. I'm going to go Voland again. I'm going to go double down. Oh, go
2: on, go on. Double yeah. of quits. Home, Man, I forgot, I forgot
1: about Cooper. <laughs> home track. Voland's going to stick it on the box.
0: <laughs> nice one, go OK, so. I am going to go for Jet, just because you guys haven't. Fuck it. Um, So, yeah, that's (laughs) coming in. i got to get some points back because I was bad this weekend. I was not good. I got chased for second. That's about all I got. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'll go for Jet and then um, Sexton, and then I will go for, for Andis. Exactly the same as it was. Yeah, the weekend. Um, I think Hunter's gonna lose out this weekend. Gonna white. I just got a feeling he's not gonna win. So um, I will go with RJ, and um, I think Hunter will be second and Shimoda third. Yeah. If
2: you go back to the last year? I mean, Lawrence had or Hunter not Jet, Hunter had those few uh, bad motos like halfway through. I think it was Southwick and maybe a few other rounds. So maybe uh-huh. I wouldn't. I don't hope it upon anybody, you know, but maybe he has those few bad motors again. That would really, uh, switch some mm. things up in the championship wise too. Yeah. yeah,
0: win, think, but,
1: yeah. Those, those bad motors look a lot worse though when your brother's going one, one or, one two, but yeah. I think when when the competitions go in one eleven and Yeah, one
2: yeah, eleven
1: <laughs> they're not so bad. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, oh, yeah, I yeah, just that's said really Jet true. doesn't have a great track record at hang time, but he did go three one for the overall last year, so it's not that bad.
0: It's not a one one. That's bad. That's, <laughs> dream, isn't it? that's <laughs> bad <dream. laughs>
1: but Then uh Mo, Moseman did go one thirty nine, so there you go.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just a year yeah. ago. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Like no, you say, yeah, a, year a year ago, winning races, and like, yeah, now he's just like, wow, so weird, so weird, such a strange story. Uh, but there we go. So, um, yeah, looking we'll forward to that. See how the, how the weekend pans out. But yeah, Devin will certainly be yeah, watching for you and MXGP. But, uh, yeah, wishing you the best with that. So that'd yeah. be cool. And if you do get bored with racing and uh, like in places or practicing in places where you don't know the language, Feel free to race in the UK. You know we run the British Championships some weekends, not on the Grand Prix. We got Hawkstone Park coming up. Come and join us, man. It'll be great to see you. Uh, see you take on the British tracks for sure. <laughs> Heck yeah! Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh...
1: What number are we run in?
2: uh i tried to get 170 but i think it's taken or i don't know i ended up with 770 though
1: 770 all right yeah oh, okay cool nice yep yep
2: yeah um i didn't try too hard to get 170 Uh the, the team kind of just told me what was available and right. 170 wasn't on there so i just <laughs> went with uh I, at first i went with 370 and then i was like nah that doesn't look too good and then I. Uh, <laughs> so I, I stuck with the 770, and I think it uh, think
0: it'll be cool. Nice one, that no, works well. Great stuff. Okay, well, good nice. stuff. So yeah, thanks so much for joining us, Devin, and uh, yeah, appreciate you being sat in a rental car in a car park for uh, uh, an hour talking to your english English-accented guys. It's very nice to uh, have you to, to do that. So uh, yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, we welcome you uh, back anytime you like. But yeah, wishing you all the best in the uh, in the MXGP there. So uh, yeah, we'll just um sort exactly, out these sponsors there before we uh, finish the recording and I'll just chat to you briefly after we finish recording so yeah hold, hold fire there for a second uh, before uh, I name our sponsors anybody you want to thank anybody you want to name check before we stop recording here
2: uh, yeah pretty much just the, the whole SM action KTM squad like since uh, since day one that I got here, that everyone's treating me like family, and it's obviously a big change for me coming from the U.S. to Italy and, and to Belgium. He said the the languages and and just everything, just the way of life, it's a lot different. But they've uh, they've opened their arms to me like family, and uh, I'm just really thankful for them, guys. Yeah.
0: Nice How do they pronounce your
2: name? Uh, Devin Simon. How do they pronounce it? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry.
0: Um, the first,
2: the first, the, the, when you know, the first couple of times that we emailed it is actually quite funny. Um, I'm not sure it, it wasn't the team manager that I was uh, emailing or the team owner. It's somebody that kind of helps out, and he he was spelling my name D E V A N, like. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I obviously, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, they were just saying uh, Devan Devan whatever. I, I knew what they meant. Mi- I knew what they meant, so that's all that mattered.
0: <laughs> I saw you did well do well in the sand, you'd be called Van Simonson. Job
1: done.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was your dad a Devin Townsend fan? I can't know that as well. Was he into strapping young dad Devin Townsend into that sort of heavy metal? No. Nope.
2: Uh I'm no. I'm sorry.
0: No, straight over your head (laughs) don't
1: worry it went over my head as well
0: amazing amazing metal band that I saw called Strapping Young Lad and their lead singer is called Devin Townsend so yeah I just thought maybe you'd have as a fan but obviously not and I'm just I'm just feeling even older than I am now anyway so that's enough I'll shut that one up so uh, yeah thanks so much for joining us Devin it's been brilliant to have you on on board for the uh, MX Vice SMX Review Show Uh, just give a quick shout out again to our sponsors there so yeah check out AS3 Performance with uh, all the extra stuff they do or uh, the kit you can find from them Kawasaki Motors UK as well check out that KLX140R line up for the youth riders uh, and also yeah for golf race fuels across sports car, single seaters motorcycle racing and further afield golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline and of course we now we will poke towards Brad and say go to www.bradwheeler10 yeah, use, use that
1: discount code Brad Wheeler 10 if you use it at checkout not 10% off anything you are purchasing so yeah anything you need oils kit spare parts we got it over there so uh do us all a favor and go to evenstrokes.com
0: that's it yeah and if you want some stuff yourself devin before the park let me know i'll put it in the yeah. van and well, no, then you'll get it sorted out alright so yeah all good stuff yeah see nice <laughs> one so yeah thanks so much for everybody to, for tuning in this week next week we have got a good star lined up uh, it's just got to be confirmed yet but yeah looking like it's going to be a good one so yeah join us again next week on the MX Vice SMX Review Show uh, so from uh, myself from my colleague Brad and our star guest Devin thank you very much we'll speak to you next week alright thank good you day. guys